The Politocrat is brought to you by the great people at Anchor. Anchor is such a great place to go if you want to get started in podcasting. And it's easy and it's free. Anchor, marvelous stuff, marvelous. And I'm so grateful to the folks at Anchor for getting me going with The Politocrat. If you want to get going and be heard on Apple, on Spotify and everywhere podcasts can be, Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I don't have any political agenda here when I say this. I want to see survivors get respect and be treated with respect and not just be spotlighted during election years. I think that what we should be having is a full-time, not just conversation, but action to help survivors, to advocate on the behalf of survivors, and to make sure that they do get the protection that they need, and not just the protection, but the justice We need to advocate for them. Men in particular need to advocate for and on behalf of survivors. This has got to be our cause. This has got to be our cause. We've got a pandemic raging in this country and around the world. And domestic violence calls are up in the thousands, by the thousands. They've gone up thousands of times. The normal quote-unquote rate of phone calls have come into these hotlines because you've got men, violent men all over the world continuing to attack, violate and kill women. This is not an election issue. This is a life issue. This is a human issue. This is a human rights issue. And for me, I can think of nothing more compelling especially in these times that we are living in. And there are other things that are very compelling and important. This one is also one of them. This is about women. This is about men. Even more so, men must step up to the plate. And we must unlearn these toxic behaviors. And we must advocate for survivors, on behalf of survivors, and we must educate other men and boys in our communities. It all starts within the home. I don't like statements like, well, I have a daughter and I know how important this issue is. I hear too many politicians saying that. Male and female politicians saying, well, I have a daughter. Well, what if you didn't have a daughter? What if you didn't have any children at all? What if you didn't have sons? Would you be as invested, I would hope so, in caring about ending violence against girls and women. Would you be invested in ending sexual harassment in the workplace or anywhere else? I would hope so. I really would hope so. We must now take this opportunity to advocate for better treatment of 
women, of people in general. And we must change our behavior about the issues of survivors. For me, this is not an issue of the general election. For some people, this is a general election issue. This is about a politician or that politician. And I know Joe Biden is the focus of all of this right now. But year round, in addition to this moment with Joe Biden and Tara Reid, we must advocate for survivors and protect them, but not just protecting them. That sounds awfully paternalistic. We must end our own behavioral issues. We must care and we must unlearn the toxic masculinity that many men have adopted and that the society and the patriarchy that governs all of it endorses and espouses and is. If we want a better, healthier society, if we want better, healthier human beings, if we want stronger families, if we want stronger people, and we want a more humane planet, then we have to unlearn this toxic masculinity. And we have to advocate for laws that put stiff penalties on men who commit acts of violence against women or girls. The penalties must be stronger. And we as a society must roundly condemn this behavior, whether it's powerful men who do it or whether it's the everyday man who does this and doesn't get the attention. You know, there's so many survivors all over this planet who suffer in silence, who don't get media attention. Who are living with this every day, and especially during this coronavirus pandemic. So my message is, yes, we've got to look at what's going on right now with this situation with Tara Reid and Joe Biden. Absolutely got to look at it. And I think there should be a full investigation of it. And we also, in addition to that, have to look at women all over this world who are being abused, violated daily and have to advocate for them and advocate to senators and politicians and to everywhere else about the need to end violence against women and against girls. We have to start organizing and having our own groups. We cannot afford to be spectators. Tara Reid will be on television tomorrow, Sunday, May the 3rd. And I will be watching, as will, I'm sure, a lot of you will. In addition to the issues that will come up, we have to look universally at ending violence against women and girls. And we also have to stay focused on this general election that's coming and make sure that Joe Biden does end up in the White House, which I think he will. But we cannot take anything for granted. Nothing must be taken for granted. I am in full support of Joe Biden 
in terms of voting for him, but I am also not afraid to scrutinize him on the issues and certainly on what's going on with Tara Reid. There's no question about that. I told you many times, I think that she is absolutely credible and I believe her. We also have to broaden the horizons as well and make sure that any woman, any woman at all, is not violated. And that we have to start using this campaign issue, because it's a campaign issue for me. That has to be on the party platform at this Democratic convention in mid-August, at minimum. And I think Joe Biden and others must be putting that on the platform. I will be lobbying like hell to make sure that that is an integral part of the Democratic Party's platform at this convention in mid-August. That we have better protections for women. We have better protections for family. We have stronger laws against domestic violence and abuse and harassment in the workplace. This is what must come up. We've got to build from this one particular news story, which is very important. We've got to build from that and broaden out to a movement, whether we coalesce with other organizations or whether we start our own and start to push the Democratic Party, particularly the corporate Democrats, to make sure that that issue of ending domestic violence, of ending harassment and any other kinds of violence against women is on the party platform if it isn't already. That's where I am. And I intend to continue to work on behalf of that issue and also on educating men and boys and I will be doing some of this online as well in the next few weeks. And also, of course, with a strong focus in addition on the general election this November 3rd here in the U.S. It's very important that Joe Biden is elected president. That doesn't mean that you, me or anyone else cannot scrutinize him about these allegations, which are very, very serious. We can work on more than one front. And I think it is of utmost interest that we register people to vote, that we educate people on voting, that we also stand up and make sure that we unlearn this behavior, this toxic masculinity, and that we advocate very strongly for protections against domestic violence and stronger penalties in the law for any man or woman, but any man who violates women, no matter what their station, where they are. There are so many women all over this country and around the world who do not have a public platform, who are very ordinary people who are in the background, who are getting violated every day and nobody seems to care about that. So we've got lots of work to do, myself included. And let's commit to that. If we want a better world, a better society, a better planet, 
we have to make sure that we get involved in these very critical issues. Ending violence against women is certainly one of them. I'm Omar Moore.